Okay, pastor, check one, two. I'm back again. So, last time I talked about old Narita Boy, and uh, I think maybe I was a little harsh on it. I haven't gone back to play it, and I don't think I will go back to play it, because uh, I think everything I said in the in the other episode was kind of valid. But, um, you know, maybe I was a little too harsh. Like, it ain't bad, and it's fine. It's just nothing like special. So hopefully, you know, that came across and it doesn't seem like I'm a game hater, you know, because I think it was an interesting idea and concept just could have been executed better. But that being said, I wanted to talk about uh, Ghost Runner because it's something I think I found through somebody I follow who's like a pro League of Legends player, um, played it on his stream one time. And I saw it and I was like, dang, that looks kind of fresh. So I went and watched some reviews and uh, they were pretty fresh. And so here's me doing my review. Um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of, so I guess I can start out describing it, right? Like it's kind of like Mirror's Edge is probably the closest comparison you can give to it. Um, the thing that makes it different is it's got like very unique combat. So like Mirror's Edge had interesting kind of like disarmament combat where you had at least the first one i don't think i ever played the second one but the first one was a lot of like running up and punching people and knocking the gun out of their head and then hitting them in the head and that kind of thing um and that's definitely not what this game is like at all but i don't really know of a comparison type combat game because like i mean the first thing that wants to come to my head is like dark souls um but that's just because I, it doesn't feel right at all right like it's very different so the basically like the core loop is you are some kind of cybernetic ninja guy uh who does parkour and also has a sword and i think you like lost your arm or something and it got replaced by this maybe that's sekiro am i thinking of sekiro are they the same game i don't know so you're a ninja cyborg guy and uh you run around and cut people but what kind of makes it unique is that, like, everything dies in one hit. So you die in one hit, enemies die in one hit. And so the main kind of challenge is just, like, running around for the entire time and uh, making use of the environments to survive and, you know, not die and beat the levels and stuff. Um, but that's what's really interesting. Like, a lot of the levels are really well designed. Um, it actually kind of reminds me of Doom Eternal. Um, Doom Eternal has, like, a lot of really great, uh, I guess encounter designs, where it's like, you got these little monkey bar type things over here that you can swing through and go pick up the loot, and everything is designed in a way that it is, like, a circuit. So essentially, you can run the circuit the whole time and lure, like, away the enemies, because same kind of thing with Doom Eternal, obviously, like, way less in this game but like there's a lot of things flying at you and you really don't want to get hit um you know doom is a little more forgiving because you can get hit by a lot of stuff before you die but uh i think i did play it on like the hardest mode and so what you had to end up doing in doom and i think i've talked about this in other podcasts too and more neil specifically but what you had to do is like the whole loop of doom was can you figure out how to cycle between your weapons and do you know when to use which weapon at which time to effectively handle whatever they throw at you? Um, so in that sense, this game is very different because it's just like all you have is a sword 
And you get these like power-ups later on that kind of uh and they do some okay things, but they're not really like game changing. So the core of it is like the levels are set up like circuits so that you can, you know, run on walls or like you have a grappling hook type thing that you can hook to certain surfaces. Um and that's really your basic momentum. I mean, so like you have wall jumps, you have like vaulting and you have grappling. Um and so the whole point of everything is like you just got to be moving the whole time so that you don't get hit and then you kind of like swoop down off the wall, cut a few shoddies up and then go back to the wall. And that's kind of the cycle. Um but it's very fast paced, right? Because like obviously you don't want to get hit and you don't want to die. And so they give you like the sword ability and then your other ability is like this ability to slow down time for maybe two seconds and you can also like move mid-air while you're slowing down time so the common thing is like the first enemy they give you like charges up and shoots one shot at you and what you kind of do to handle those guys is you like go into your slow-mo right as they shoot and then you can like lean out of the way to dodge their bullets and then you can cut them um and then you kind of get the hang of that and then they're like okay we're going to introduce some guys who have like not just a single shot gun but they've got like a rapid fire gun that they only can shoot for a little bit of time before they reload and so the idea with those guys is like you can't just slow down time and dodge the bullet because they're shooting a bunch of bullets so you have to actually like wait for them to cycle through all their ammo and then you gotta swoop down and kill them um and then you make it through that and they're like okay we're gonna introduce these guys that kind of just like jump at you and punch you and they have like a big wind up time. And so the thing with them is kind of similar to the single shot guys where it's like, okay, you got to wait for them to charge up and then you go into your slow-mo and you dodge out of the way. Um, and then you get more enemies and they like do a really good job of just continuously layering on different enemy types that make you behave in a different way, um, which is really uh, well designed, I think, because it's not like, it would be very easy to just kind of give you the same kind of thing and like the core gameplay loop works very well but they like don't just kind of keep you in that zone they give a bunch of enemies and some of them are like not as fun as others like there's one of them that holds up a big shield that like covers 180 degrees of their body and so you have to like get behind them to kill them but they just like what you end up doing is running in circles until they eventually are too slow to keep up with you and then you can expose their back but those guys like i don't think are particularly fun um there's like some assassin type guys that you have to block their attacks and wait for them to like stumble after you block and then you have to slice them and those are kind of fun because they're like really fast and reaction based um so overall i think they do a really good job with like encounters and designs um especially since i think this is their first like major game i don't know i'd have to confirm that but it looks really great um and i know that like when i first got it i got it on a ps4 and uh they had some issues when it first launched and it looked terrible on ps4 like it looked like a switch port and so i went a long time without playing it before i picked it back up because so much of the gameplay you see online is like really pretty like uh if you run it on a super high-end computer it's like got all this ray tracing and lighting and it looks really good um and so i was gonna wait for the next gen upgrade because they're also doing that they're also giving you a next gen upgrade when you get it on ps4 xbox one um whenever they put that out but uh i got kind of tired of waiting i wanted to play it 
And so I ended up going for it on PS4. And like, even though it doesn't look great, like it's definitely not a Last of Us caliber PS4 game. They're not like getting everything out of it like Last of Us and God of War do. Um, it still looks fine. And uh, I, you know, I'm kind of interested to go back and play it once they release the next gen version just to see. But it looks really great. And uh, overall, it's well designed. I think there are a lot of things that, like, if I was making the game, I would do differently. Um, because kind of what happens in this game is, like, you have these encounters, and then in between the encounters, you have, like, a lot of parkour situations. Um, which is basically just like, okay, you got to run and jump off these things and, uh, you know, dash to this thing and, you know, vault over this thing. And it's pretty cool. Uh, but kind of what they do like as an upgrade thing. So I mentioned earlier, you get these other kind of abilities and what they do for those is you have to like go to this kind of terminal thing and, um, you like, I don't know, upload into the matrix essentially. And you're in this like cyberspace walking through and those are like really not fun. Um, because I don't know why, but they try to like not just do a bunch of parkour, but they just kind of make it so that you have to do like puzzles. So like, for example, the first one you go in and it's like these big spinning discs on the wall and you have to like push buttons. Uh, there's like three buttons and you have to push them in a certain order to like make all the discs line up. And it feels kind of like an uncharted game. Um, and it doesn't really fit with like the rest of the game. Like the rest of the game is moving and running and jumping and going fast and like you know, precisely doing these inputs. And this is like, okay, we're going to, now we're going to put you in a uncharted ripoff puzzle. Um, so that one's okay. The second one, I think is the second one is like actually an awful time. Uh, you have to like go through this area where you're on this like big rotating thing and it's like broken into little chunks. So you have to jump between the chunks and collect these little boxes. Um, I don't know why you have to collect the boxes, but you do, and there's, like, 12 of them, and the problem is that, like, they're all on different surfaces of this rotating sphere. It's not a sphere, it's, like, a, it's a box, I don't know why it says sphere. Um, but it's, like, maybe got eight sides or something, and they keeps rotating, and you have to, like, you know, time your jumps properly and pick up the thing and then jump back before it rotates and knocks you off. But, like... Sometimes you get knocked off or sometimes you like miss the jump and it decides that like it's going to restart you at the beginning. So I think you actually have to pick up 12 of them and it only stores your progress at like the halfway point. Um, so you'll do like a big chain of work to like jump around and grab all these boxes and then you like die right before you get the last one and then you just have to do it all again. So like that part is not fun to me. I think that they could have done something way more interesting with those like upgrade sec segments where you have to go in into the matrix and do whatever. Um, I also think that like the perks that you get from the upgrade sequences really aren't that good. Like I didn't really use them. There's one of them that like lets you dash at people. And that's the one I always use because you could like, if you line it up properly, you can dash through multiple enemies. So a lot of times you get into an area and there's like, Four of those assassin guys that you have to parry and you're like uh, there's no way I'm going to sit here and be able to parry all these guys while there's 50 other things flying at me so you can like line up properly and just dash through all of them and that's kind of nice 
Um, the other stuff is like, there's like a deflection thing that lets you knock projectiles back at guys, which is uh, good for certain kind of enemies. And there's one that like lets you override a kind of enemy so he kills his teammates, and that one's also kind of good. But uh, I never really use them. I think they're very situational. So that's like the one negative thing I have to say. The other negative thing, kind of, is that like some of the environments are janky. So like sometimes you just jump towards a wall and you like jump a little too high. Um, but a lot of the parkouring is like wall running on these little segments that are like maybe the size of billboards. So they're very easy to over jump. And then like maybe you over or under jump it and you land on like some other kind of the, the world behind it that you're not supposed to be on. And then you're just like wall running in the void essentially. And you just have to kind of like jump off and kill yourself. Um, so the parkour can be a little janky, but it's not like unplayably bad. The only thing that's like sometimes bad is if you don't time the grappling hook properly, then like it'll pull you, but it won't pull you the whole distance. And so you just fall into the pit and that can be pretty frustrating. Um, but most of that stuff is like minor, like it happens once or twice and then you don't really encounter it again. But yeah, I think there's like those those upgrade sections like i was probably the part where i uh was not feeling it the most just because like i think i've said this before about celeste but when you your core mechanic is like wow look how cool it is to jump and run and dash across all of these different environments uh and then you decide like okay i'm gonna prohibit you from doing that thing so that you can do this like other less interesting thing um it just feels bad like if your core loop is something really cool then don't like prevent me from doing the core loop that is cool just to do some kind of like janky puzzle like so the, i mentioned celeste and the reason i mentioned it is because there's a part of that game it's like a super meat boy type game and where you're like platforming and uh, you know, you fall once and you die, and it's very like precision based. And there's like a certain part of the game where you're climbing up the mountain and you get closer to the summit, and it's like kind of windy. And so you have these puzzles. I guess they're not puzzles, but you have sections of platforming where the wind is blowing against you, and it completely like changes the physics. And so what you end up having to do is like just kind of waiting out the cycle. Um, so you have to wait until the wind is not blowing, and then you decide to jump. Uh, but like the whole part of that game and the kind of the whole part of this game that are fun is like the nonstop fluid movement where you're just kind of like chaining everything together and using the environment to your advantage. So those pieces like in any kind of game where it breaks you up out of that loop uh, is a little frustrating to me because it just feels like you have something really good going on and then you decide, you know, let me change it for whatever the reason. And it kind of feels like the game was maybe going too fast and they wanted to like slow you down and have time for you to just kind of like not be in these more intense situations, which I can understand. Um, but also I think it doesn't really work well. I think there's better ways you could have done it. Um, so that's my main gripe. The other kind of interesting thing is you, there is a story um, and I couldn't tell you what it is because this is like, I would recommend you to play it as a podcast game because it's very much like, nonsense story uh like i don't know you're there's some art of architect guy 
who created you and he's like turns out to be evil and he has you go kill this other girl and blah 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 whatever it's you know who cares it's like a fine story and it facilitates whatever they want to tell so it it works enough but like um the other part of that is you have a couple boss fights and one of them is like mostly cool it's like a a glorified version of the assassin enemies so you have to like parry a bunch of attacks in a row um and then like wait for them to be open so that one you have to like parry like seven or eight attacks in a row and then you chop them and then they dash around to another platform and you have to keep chasing them down and do that like three times um that one is like particularly frustrating because they don't give you checkpoints in between like health bars so the health bar is broken into three chunks and you have to do the same thing like three times but like if you miss time one of the things and you just die and you have to restart um which doesn't feel particularly fun, but the really good thing about this game is like it's hard because you die in one shot, but the loading times are incredibly fast. Like I played on my PS5 and I uh it's on my SSD, so it's really fast, but like the whole thing is as soon as you die, you press triangle and you're like immediately back in the game. It's not like you have to load and actually wait for the game to restart. Um so it makes the segments where you just get like clapped not as bad because you can just hop back in. So that's good. It's like well thought out. Um, that's a lot of the problem I have with Dark Souls and Sekiro specifically is like I really like the combat, but sometimes you just die and then it's like dang, the loading screen is so long and it uses the you know Dark Souls style, uh, style of checkpoints. And so you can just like clap an entire room and then get to an enemy that you've never seen before who like hangs in the air for an ungodly amount of time just to bait out your rolls just so you get killed um and there's nothing like that in this game like you get introduced to the enemies and it's like very obvious what their attack patterns are and then it like brings up tooltips to tell you like hey this is what this shoddy's gonna do so this is kind of how you should act and uh that stuff doesn't change so that's like really formula formulamatic formula yeah it's like it's a formula whatever <laughs> so uh it's really nice that they do it that way um the last boss i don't i mean i'm not spoiling anything here but it's just kind of like not really fun like particularly the first boss what was kind of nice was like you had to parry all these attacks and it felt like you were kind of doing something well um the last boss like has a bunch of attacks that you just have to kind of jump and dodge um but it's not like you're running around using the environment really you're like in a little arena and they like have sweeping attacks that you have to jump over or like uh they like shock the ground you got to jump and dash across um it's not really anything interesting um you would have kind of wanted at least I kind of wanted like a big samurai sword kind of thing for the final boss but you know it's what it is and I think there's actually like a boss in between those two that I mentioned that you have to like, it was actually pretty dang frustrating. Uh, you have to like climb up this tower and there's like all these lasers going off. And so you have to like, it's pretty cool because you like are running around on the side of the tower and the walls and you're jumping and dashing. But um, it's more of the same kind of like, there's lasers that are on a cycle. So you have to wait out the cycle and then time your jumps. Um, and I much rather would have preferred like a thing where it's just you have to keep going and continuously chaining and um, 
not like just kind of get to a platform and then wait for the cycle of lasers to go by before you jump to another platform. Um, and I think they kind of realize that at the very, very end. There's like a, after you kill the boss, it's like kind of an uh, escape through the matrix kind of thing. And so there's a whole lot of segments of parkour that is like, you just have to jump back and forth between these walls and dodge obstacles. And those feel really nice because it's not like, let me wait for a cycle before I can do my jump and then go to another platform. It's like, you just have to kind of have mastered the controls for, you know, the whole game so that you can chain together this little bit of parkour. Um, so yeah, I hope, you know, all that makes sense. Like I really, really like it. And I was like genuinely surprised that, uh, it was as well made as it was considering it's like kind of an indie game. And I was like pretty surprised by how, uh, good the controls are. Like they feel really responsive and your enemies attacks and like your attacks feel like they have really good designed ranges. And, uh, it never feels like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't kill that guy because my sword just like wasn't long enough. Like it pretty much, if you feel like you're close enough to hit them, you're going to be able to hit them. Um, it's just really fun, and it was a solid time to just, like, play for, I don't know, a few weeks. I think it's probably, like, 10 hours long, maybe. Maybe longer if you struggle more, but, um, it's something that was, like, really good to just kind of chill and not have to think about the story and just kind of, like, mindlessly run around. Um, so, yeah, I definitely recommend it to anybody who, you know, like, especially if you can get it i think it's on sale currently like for 15 dollars rather than 30 dollars um i mean it's definitely worth 30 dollars right but like 15 dollars better than 30 so um especially if you can get it on one of the current gen consoles and then you know you have a new console and you can upgrade it i think those versions would be really nice i don't have like a super great pc so i tend to buy most of my games on consoles anyway just so that i don't have to like uh, play a game at bad settings and then say, you know, this game doesn't look good because I'm playing it on low settings. Um, so yeah, I think super great. I definitely recommend it because, uh, it's not really like anything that you play. Like, I mean, it, it pulls from a lot of kind of games that I think are cool, like Mirror's Edge and it like has a really interesting combat style, but it, uh, it definitely feels unique. So, I recommend it. There's also, I didn't mention, there's like an RPG element where you get like little upgrade points, but it's actually like you have like a 10 by 10 or maybe 10 by 20 grid and uh, your RPG elements are like Tetris pieces. And so, some of them that are like, I guess that the developers consider to be like more powerful are like really big Tetris pieces or they're like kind of weird shape pieces. And so what that ends up meaning is like you can only put as many perks on as you want, like that will fit in the grid. So what ends up happening is you like, if you want the really good thing, then you put it on there, but it takes up like most of your space. And then all you can put on there is a couple um, other little things. Or like if you want a ton of little perks, then you can throw a bunch of those on there and it will like, you know, you can fit more of them on there, but they might not be as good. Um, which is kind of an interesting element that I've never really seen in any other game. Like, most games are just like, you know, pick 
a point here and a point here and you can choose one of these guys from this tree and one from this tree and uh that's kind of your typical rpg style but it's like something that is intentionally thought out to be unique um i don't know how much of it like really manifests into anything meaningful because i think i ended up using the same two perks for the entire game and i think i actually got an achievement for like not upgrading my perks or something um because i didn't really ever think about it i put on one that like gives you more uh focus which like generates your your abilities quicker and then i put on another one that lets you like use one of your abilities twice rather than once and that took up like my whole thing and i was like well dang i guess i'm just gonna leave it at that because it feels pretty good it was never like it was not really like you got to a point and you said you know oh i got this new perk uh let me go you know equip it and try it out uh, because most everything just felt like you were going to be doing the same kind of thing anyway it's like they weren't drastically changing how you played the game it was just kind of like making certain things better like if you wanted to jump higher or dash farther or that kind of thing then you could do that um but it wasn't like anything game changing so but it's cool it was a unique system and i you know i value people who try to do things distinctly uh even if it's not like that doesn't feel that meaningful you know it's definitely something that feels like they thought out and intentionally made it something different so it was cool yeah anyway i do recommend and i have to think through what else i'm going to review i mean because i haven't really been playing much of else lately i got back into outer wilds which i played like maybe last year or the year before um and stopped playing because it's kind of a reading simulator and uh it has like really really cool like an environment and aspects and uh world building but it never really hooked me on like the narrative and then uh, the other day i was like well i'm kind of tired of games that i have to sit down and like listen to people talk because a lot of what i want to do is like sit down and listen to a podcast and uh play a game or like listen to music and play a game um and so i was playing last night and i was like well let me just you know fire back up and see kind of where i was because i everybody says it's you know it's an incredible game and uh i actually when i played it last night i was like way more into it than i was before so i feel like hopefully i will uh get back into that and then kind of have a discussion on that it's not really a new game but um i do think it's cool and also i like you know maybe it's just the fact that i have empathy towards them but i like to review indie games because i think that uh i like to play them specifically right but like uh, so that's going to be what i'm talking about but uh it's something very impressive with these kind of games where they do something really well um and then you you know you think like it's one or two people making this game that's so well done um which is really cool it's impressive and uh you know you got to support them so that they can keep doing it so i think that's all thank you for listening and i will i'll catch you i'll catch you later gamers <laughs> Woo! <laughs> got it man that was good